morning, campers, and welcome to Camp Cryptid. We're your hosts, Louis Stardust and Erica Fett. What's up, you electric eels? Welcome back to a very scary Christmas special, part two. In the last episode, we discussed all types of cold weather stuff. So we talked a little bit about um, the Donner Party. We talked about Yetis and some of our favorite cold weather movies. And Erica, what else did we talk about? We talked about the Dietlov Pass. Yes. We, we, like, we touched down on like the Donner Party and Dietlov yeah, Pass yeah. and like... The Shining and all these fun, mm-hmm. scary, cold weather things we'd movies. like to deep, you know, delve deeper into in the future. Um, maybe you know, you guys would like to hear that too. So if that's something you'd like us to explore further, then definitely let us know. Christmas and the holidays are usually a time for joy and cheer, unless you're a kid who loves to misbehave. In that case, the good old half demon, half goat Krampus may be coming for you. So today we're gonna be talking a lot about Krampus. Uh, we're gonna be talking about Christmas crimes, and it's just that time of year. So if you're if you're acting a little naughty this year, then maybe Krampus is gonna pay you a visit. Uh, <laughs> for those of you who aren't familiar with Krampus or the origins, uh, he is a monster of German and Eastern European folklore that is the son of the dark underworld Norse god Hell. Krampus arrives on Krampus. Krampus I can't say that; it's cracking me up. Krampus knocked. I love this. I loved. I love all of the German word. I'm living for this. <laughs> living for it. Yes, we need to go to Germany. I just feel like that'll be an experience. I know, too. absolutely. Which, which is known as Krampus Night. There you go, uh, or translates to on December fifth, and either beats naughty children with sticks, eats them, or drags them to hell. This is I very mean, like Belschnickel. Yeah, you know, if you ever seen The Office, Dwight has a whole thing for Belschnickel. That's very much that. I mean, I'd hate to be at the end of the one like, okay, you get beat and the other one gets dragged to hell or the other one gets eaten. Like, how do you, is it just the more naughty you are? Yeah. Yeah. How do you diver- d- differentiate the difference between all yeah, these kids? That's some, <laughs> that's some crazy punishment. Ooh. I don't know. On some like weird not to be like kinky for Krampus stuff, but if he wanted to come over and like beat me a little bit with a stick, I'd probably be all right with that. I mean, you maybe know? if he was like a hot demon. Like, actually... Not to be spicy, but all of this could be interpreted as a spicy night with Krampus if you're looking at it. Yeah. So I'm just saying, I don't know how he differentiates between, I don't know how he picks it for kids. That's interesting. But I would tell you, if I was in Germany, I grew up with this folklore, I'd be scared of shit and I would act so good. Oh, absolutely. I would act so good. Um, While Krampus was at one time attempted to be banned by the church, it is now widely celebrated to preserve the heritage. Festivals, runs, and parades all celebrate the cranky Christmas demon. Love that. Yeah, they like dress in all these outfits. Like, I mean, imagine you're just going out drinking some beers in Germany and then there's like 80 Krampus cosplays right there. I mean, that'd be so awesome. You have like hordes of demon Krampus around you. That'd be awesome. Love that. Yeah, so in Columbus recently, there was a cute little festival called Merry Krampus, and it was like this little oddities museum with, um, I mean, it had everything from like uh, the, you know, Sam from Trick or Treat. It had like his little stick that he kills people with, like little, I mean, they have tons of like horror decorations and all of these cute little horror oddities. That's where I saw the uh, serial killer game where I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, but yeah, it was really cool. And then they had giant Krampus rocking around and you could get a picture with Krampus, but I didn't. So yeah, I, I, I did actually get hit by a stick though. When, when I walked by, <laughs> yeah, Krampus, I hit with a stick. Yeah. He hit my leg with a stick and I was like, oh my God, he just hit me. <laughs> At least he didn't and take I you to hell. Yeah. Like I, that was true. Yeah. So I must not have been like yes. that bad according to him. Like I might've been a little naughty, like, but you know, not like terrible. 
like not like the worst yeah. but uh th- i think that's a really cool experience to have yeah like not getting beat by a stick but like the whole, <laughs> the whole thing that you went to that seems really nice yeah it was really that. cute it was just really it was really fun to see some like i don't know it was it was like very small business very super cute it was just awesome and it's not like tradition it's like traditional christmas without being like traditional yeah, christmas it's, it's like outside different. the box yeah. loved it i loved it kind of similar to krampus there is frau perchta uh if i'm pronouncing that right i hope so if it's frau perchta who you know if you better than i you would know what, say honey, so you're doing amazing if i say it wrong you just let me know um so she is a witch who also judges people in the winter time uh she just disembowels them instead <laughs> So she goes by many nicknames, such as Berta, Bertha, the Belly Slitter, or Spinstubenfrau. And uh, she also goes by the Spinning Room Lady because, according to the legends, she is, like, she loves to spin. <laughs> she just she just sits there at her little spinning, uh, her spinning wheel, and she's just turning thread, and she's just doing her thing. And then she's getting ready to go, like, disembowel people, I guess. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. But according to the legend, she looks like a little bit haggard and weird. Uh, she wears like rags. She has a beak and uh, she's supposedly made of iron. Uh, but she doesn't come on Christmas like uh, Krampus. She comes after Christmas season. Uh, and on January 6th is basically the night that she comes and decides if your house is clean enough to her liking. And if you're a woman and you haven't finished your spinning, She's going to disembowel you and replace your insides with rocks and sticks. So that is your judgment from the lovely Frau Perchta Witch. Um, yeah, so she's a real co- she's a real cool cat, <laughs> that Frau Perchta. <laughs> yeah. Um, disemboweling you. Yeah, like she basically, like according to the legends and like folklore, and like listen, this is one of these instances where like – if if you are you know in Eastern Europe and you've got some of these legends and you're like no no honey like this is how it goes please I and 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 Lua would absolutely love to hear your local legends and folklore any like interesting stories that you've grown up in your in your local regions because like before this I had never heard of her and I think it's super cool so you can always submit your stories to us. I- <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I grew up with, like, any holiday, um, like, lore like this. I, I I heard of Krampus mostly because I was just watching yeah. the movie and stuff, which we'll talk about later. But um, I guess I would like, before we get into more of, like, spooky horror folklore and stuff, what is, like, your Christmassy traditions? Like, what do you do in the you holidays? Know, I, yeah, like, listen, I am not a big Christmas person. I'm, like, a Grinch. Okay, I feel bad. I love I yeah. love holidays like Halloween, I guess, and like I don't know my birthday. I don't know, like maybe I'm basic like that. I've just never been a big Christmas person, and so like for me, I don't mind like obviously you know like putting up a tree, but like I also am like the person who is like, man, I would love to do like an all horror tree or like yes, yeah, you know, yes. like maybe 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 make it like demonic and put some fucking pentagrams and shit on it you know i don't know like do it yeah. you know do do to you you just something do not you so traditional yeah because like for yeah. me it's like the only thing i want is like christmas cookies mm. you know i want like christmas cookies some holiday food that's it uh like i said i think christmas lights are cute i think yeah. little itty bitty trees are cute but like that's it like i don't have big christmas traditions but 
I like the idea of making a more like spooky Christmas. If you guys have spooky Christmas trees or like anything that's like cryptid or like whatever, definitely go over to our Reddit and post it because we want to see it. We want to see all of your yeah. weird like holiday you know stuff what? for sure. Maybe we should make an annual Camp Cryptid tree every year. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. I love I like that. that. And yeah. we'll have like a Bigfoot on top. No, we got like a Bigfoot with like a Mothman like hugging. Oh, so cute. Our two favorites. Yeah. Okay. Now, now, now we're automatically going to pick up like we we have to start like crafting this figure somehow. (laughs) Yeah. I like how we're like, we don't like Christmas to now. We're like, oh my God, that would be so cute for Christmas. (laughs) Okay. That just, that just changed completely. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. No, I love that. No. Yeah. You know, listen, I love seeing people happy and joyous. Listen, I love that. But listen, I just, you know, I've done the whole Christmas lights thing and it's a lot, especially when you live in the Midwest where it's fucking cold out. I like putting your Christmas lights up and taking them. I just, you know, it's a little overrated. (laughs) So yeah, I'm not big into holiday, uh, not big into holiday specific traditions, but I think like the most that I do is like, again, Christmas cookies and then like a Christmas film or like a Christmas horror movie. Yeah. Um, I wish that I, I definitely wish that there was more folklore and legends to that. Um, you said something about Hans Trap on here. Yeah. So, you know, like Hans Trap is another story of like a Christmassy type of uh, character who it originates in France. And basically the idea is that in the 1400s, he was like this baller and he was very wealthy, but he was kind of a he was kind of a dick. Um, And so he just wanted power. And so he started making deals with the devil. Well, when the Pope and the Catholic Church found out about that, they were like, oh, hell no, man, we don't we're not down with that. And so they basically excommunicated him. And then they came and seized all of his money and basically banished him away to like basically like some farmlands. The legend goes is that he basically continued uh, in the farmland uh, to, to basically make deals with the devil and, you know, go about his sinister little ways. And uh, a young boy ended up coming around or something like that and he killed the little boy and tried to eat him but while he tried to eat him like he got struck by lightning and it made him like some kind of legend and basically people are like parents are like oh so basically if you're not good this guy is going to come and eat you so (laughs) yeah so it looks like they're they're saying that he's a boogeyman and that he comes with santa to punish naughty children at christmas excellent yeah so while santa brings the presents he brings the beatings yeah why is this like why is it always like one or the other man why can't where is like the i love how it's also it's like it's not like listen you're just not gonna get anything from this guy they're like no he's gonna fucking eat you he's gonna eat you he's gonna gonna fucking fillet you and eat you it's not even like no listen you know you got c's this year we're not happy with it this guy's gonna fucking eat you so like sorry (laughs) yeah i mean that's another thing as a kid i'd be like all right i ain't doing shit I ain't doing shit. Can I'm we not just to get, get some positive reinforcement? You know, maybe, you know, maybe these kids don't need to be eaten. Maybe they just need, you know, therapy. <laughs> Let's take a 2021 approach, please. <laughs> yeah. Oh, bless what? their hearts, though. Yeah. These you Eastern Europeans, you're dark. I mean, I love it. Don't get me well, wrong. It's great. It's always interesting to me, too, because, like, obviously Christmas is such a not to get into religion heavy, but it's such a like christian heavy things that's supposed to be the day that jesus christ was born and stuff but if you look at like 
the religion itself, it goes back to pagan roots, which pretty much or not religion i'm sorry if you look at the holiday itself it goes back to pagan roots which is just always oh, yeah. the way that things are rooted like yule and the solstice and stuff nobody really wants to talk about how that factors into stuff but i think it's weird how not weird it's we got the pagan stuff and then we got the like christian uh catholic jesus birthday stuff and then we got and then we got krampus and it's like the way that this all wheels out to me is just Oh, I'd love it though. Very dramatic. Yeah. See, that's the thing. As I feel like as American, we didn't really have Krampus. We didn't really like celebrate anything like dark like that. It was just like, I think there was an occasional like, oh, you may get coal for Christmas. And I was like, yes, I mean, coal, coal for sure. I mean, coal is a natural resource and it's still valuable. Hello. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. It powered the fucking Titanic, yo. <laughs> like, I guess the difference, like, for regular traditions too is like solstice is like uh just the yule yule logs you yes. see that in both for sure yeah um, i talk about like on shutter they have the ghoul logs so if you want to do a spooky equivalent of that that's on shutter you can absolutely do that um and it's all about just giving thanks and 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 you know having a feast and doing these things which is like very much what you see at christmas nowadays anyways so i yeah. I don't know, man. It always makes me chuckle when I see like a regular holiday happen. I'm like, that's a pagan. That's a pagan tradition. That's a pagan thing. Yeah. Y'all worshiping paganism. <laughs> yeah, y'all y'all be worshiping paganism. It's fine. Hey, it's okay. Um, but I obviously we have the folklore and stuff, but there is a bit of Christmas crime that comes with this season. In 1929 on Christmas Day in Germantown, North Carolina, Charles Lawson murdered his wife and their six children. Right before the murders, he sent his eldest son to town to run an errand and proceeded to kill his six other children. Uh, damn, he got he had seven kids. Yeah, yeah. Damn, with a shot he killed them. Okay. Oh sorry. yeah, girl, this is like the 1900s when they were like, "Give me ten, <laughs> give me ten yeah. of them." <laughs> yeah, now you're like, "One, I cannot financially recover from this." <laughs> it was 2021. Have you seen the heart, like the housing market, honey? <laughs> no, no. Um, but yeah, so proceeded to kill his six other children with a shotgun before bludgeoning them to ensure their death. After he killed them, he placed the bodies in the same position with rocks under their heads and arms crossed. He later shot himself. Why did he send his son out? Okay. So I think the, the thing is, is that people theorize that he had fallen and hit, and, like, hit his head. And some people think that that's what caused him to kind of act irrationally, like almost like a head trauma. Yeah. Um, I think he maybe didn't want to kill his oldest son, you know, and he was just like, yo, uh, why don't you go pick these things up? And maybe he's just like, oh. Could you imagine going to run an errand, coming home and finding your entire family dead? Yeah, because the youngest kid that he like, they think that he like bludgeoned it to death, but it was four months old. So oh. this man, yeah, like this is, yeah, it's bad. The kids ranged, like, all in age. Uh, the oldest was 16, yeah. So I think there was, like, a 4-year-old, a 7-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. And then was this – he later shot himself. Was this, like, after the incident? Yeah, I think it was later that day. He actually was, like – they found him by a tree, and they actually think that he was, like, pacing around the tree because they found, like, footsteps basically implying that he was, like, pacing before he shot himself. But, yeah, like – uh, so, like, two weeks prior to him, you know, this, like – tragic event he had taken his family all like into town and basically bought them like clothes and was um they basically got like a family portrait and so that's why people like thought it was a little weird that he like in two weeks like goes from like 
buying his family all the things, these things, buying, getting a family. Well, I guess if you knew you were going to do it, I guess if it was premeditated, that would make sense. But that's dark, you know. Yeah, that's really sad. Yeah, I yeah, and then I always come back. So I always come back to like John Bonet Ramsey stuff. Yeah, which I feel like we have to do a whole freaking series on. It's so sad. I mean, that's the, really the thing about this is like a lot of these stories. I mean, we could talk for hours on them because this is like these are things where like people are still coming up with like you know, especially John Bonet. They're still coming up with like theories, like still to this day. Yeah, there's there's always the theory that like their parents know what happened that you know yeah. her, her sibling needs something and like I don't know how much of that is true, but there's tons of documentaries on this stuff and of course these things get talked about a ton. But um, if you guys have like any, of course we want to be respectful. Like this is a very sad situation, but if you have any. Theories theories or things that you think are like interesting in relation to that case i definitely would like to talk about that uh that yeah, case has been well that was like 1996 so that's been like unsolved for so long so long oh my gosh yeah yeah i mean that's the thing there i mean there there are a couple you know other things that have happened on christmas uh I, but it's just like i would i kind of would be interested if there's like any like like medieval like weird things like that yeah so like that's what i think yeah i'm also like i'm surprised that there isn't more stuff of like santa claus is trying to rob people because um you're you're basically telling your kid hey don't worry a random fucking guy you've never met before is gonna come to your house at night and bring you presents like if any if i was a kid and I saw somebody in a Santa suit, I wouldn't know the difference. I'd be like, cool, Santa's here is bringing me stuff. He could rob the whole damn house. I wouldn't know. And, like, as a kid, you're not sleeping that night. No, like, you not. maybe get, like, an hour of sleep. Yeah. So, like, even if he showed up, you'd just be like, cool, Santa's here. You wouldn't even think anything of it. Yeah. You teach, oh, you're, yeah. you're teaching your kids that that's some. – I'm, like, ruining Santa for people right now. Uh, <laughs> you're teaching your kids that that's okay? That's – that would be the opportune time, I feel like, for someone to rob people. Yeah. I'm just saying. Oh, man. Yeah, those Santa get-ups. Mm. I mean, it just reminds me of the American Horror Stories episode with the influencers and this, the killer Santa. And the only thing good about that was uh, Danny – is it Danny Trejo? Trejo? Is, is he Trejo in it? Or Trejo? Trejo. Yeah. yeah. He's in that? I don't remember that. Yeah. He's the only good thing about that episode. Everything else was god-awful. Well, now we're talking about shows, so why don't we talk about, like, some Christmas and horror, you know, stuff for, for that time? Here's the thing, is I wish that, like, Christmas horror was, like, this never-ending list of greats, but it's like, yo, there's, like, ten. Well, I have some good stuff. I think some stuff you haven't watched. I love okay. that. So, in 2017, a movie called Better Watch Out came out. Uh, I really like this one. This is one I feel like that doesn't get talked about a lot. Uh, it's basically a uh, babysitter girl goes to babysit like a 12 year old and he's like in this age of where I'm an adult. I don't need a babysitter. We're almost the same age. Like clearly has a crush on his babysitter. Uh, soon they have to defend their home from unwelcome intruders and this becomes very much like a home alone kind of feel where they're doing traps to like get the bad guys and there's like things that happen in this movie that I can't even begin to describe because it ruins the movie like it'll spoil big stuff that happens so you go into it you're knowing that it's like a uh you know uh, two two kids basically trying to protect their homes on the holidays from an intruder and it's very good um, it's got what is his name? He is in. He's in Decree Montgomery. He's 
in Stranger Things as Billy. Oh, okay, yeah. And then there's a couple of like other younger actors and stuff. Um, there's one guy. His name is uh, Ed Oxenbold. He's in The Visit. He's the younger brother in The Visit, so he's in this movie too. So like you'll see some familiar faces, but it's not like tons of big names. Uh, but that one's really good. Yeah. I don't know where it's streaming right now. Yeah, I love that. Uh, it used to be on Amazon, if I'm not mistaken. But I, I really think that's a good one. It it's so different that I think it sticks out in its Love own it. thing. And if you need something different for a holiday movie, uh, definitely check out the trailer. That doesn't reveal too much. Yeah. But I, I think it's worth watching. I feel, like I've, I feel like I've definitely seen it somewhere. I just haven't seen oh, it. Oh, it's good. It. Yeah, yeah. I really – I was surprised with how much I liked that. I also really liked um, – so last year, I think it was, or maybe two years ago, Creep Show put out that holiday one. Did you see that? Yeah. Okay. No, you told me to watch it. It's on my list. It's on it's my watch good. list. <laughs> it's basically yeah. like a guy wakes up thinking he's a werewolf and finds like a werewolf support group. And uh, they're like, nah, man, like that's a folklore. We're a were turtle. We're a were cheetah. Like these are more common than the common, like than the legendary werewolf. Um, and so he's like trying to uncover like what has been happening to him. And they basically tell him a folklore story of where santa claus has been fighting for years against like their their were people essentially um and it's a it's i think it's one by greg nicotero it's very good it basically what happens is like there's a bunch of like mall santas and shit that go to fight them oh my god because they're ah, part of santa's it. army <laughs> yes it's so good so it's like a great little stupid holiday classic um what about you what oh god you, see like? like i think of things like jack frost yes so yeah like jack frost and then um i mean the classic Wait, like the, the wholesome movie or the scary oh one? the scary one where he's like okay killing. there's a wholesome one. Oh, there's i mean a wholesome that one one's with michael keaton okay yeah we we love michael keaton as well so um it's of very course sweet. we have to support michael but also keaton. the the dark but also the one dark one well. is pretty great um you know and then you just think of like gremlins where it's like these adorable sweet you know mm-hmm. like demon little hellions i mean i i would love them still i feel like i feel like i have that cat right now who's kind of like a gremlin so <laughs> i feel like gremlins is like always a top christmas movie for me yeah. always oh, it's just so precious you know there's just so precious we mentioned krampus earlier that movie's fucking great oh my god great. i loved that movie i you know what yeah. i it was so fun. I mean, honestly, the way that they did all of like the little horror, like elves and like little like like little odd. It was like cheeky and fun yeah. and like a little spooky too. Yeah, and, like the lore that was there. Yeah. It was really good. Yeah. No, I loved that one. Then there's, um, you know, I don't know if I've seen the original Black Christmas, but I did watch like the newer one. Um, I did enjoy that one. That one was kind of fun. Um, that one's about like uh like the the fraternity who tries to kill girls around Christmas time. Um, and I I like that one. I so I watched a movie a long time ago with my mom called P two that I actually really liked. Uh, this is like more of like a low budget low budget low budget like suspense kind of film. Um, it's basically a woman is working late on Christmas Eve, and when she finally goes to leave, her uh I believe her car can't get out because the parking garage is closed or it won't start something happens to her car and she can't get out but 
the security guard that works there offers to help her and you wind up realizing that he like knocks her out <gasps> and he's obsessed with her and he's the one that keeps her there so it's all about how she's trying to like fight for her life to escape in this garage but it's set during christmas time so that's like a good one i think it's pretty decent. oh yeah that sounds um, real that sounds yeah. crazy i would definitely say check that out i think it's free on prime right now so yeah. if you want to watch that, that that's that's definitely something that's a little different it's not super christmas focused but if it takes place on christmas so Eve, it counts then, you know maybe she's it counts yeah, i mean if there's if there's snow in the movie it counts <laughs> that's how i view it too absolutely you know gingerbread man came up when i was looking up like movies i've never seen that but it looks like something that's almost like thanks killing like like it's just like super nerdy looking gingerbread man who's supposedly out there like fucking just causing havoc and yeah. wrecking people's faces <laughs> Uh, oh, Rare Exports was the name of the movie. Rare? I don't think I've ever seen that. So um, there is a basically. Let me let me let me pull this up. It was a really fucking weird movie. I'm pretty sure I watched it on Shutter. If I'm not mistaken, love that. Um, no, we love us some Shutter. I think it's a foreign film too. Okay, so it's a foreign film, but it says it's set in in Britain. But basically, um, two young boys think a secret mountain drilling project near the home of northern finland that's where it is has uncovered the tomb of santa claus however this is a monstrous evil santa claus much unlike the cheery saint nick and uh when he captures the fair old man in his wolf trap they basically find out like what this thing is it's a very bizarre movie. oh my god that's so it's awesome good though it's actually pretty damn good i don't know how to explain it without like revealing too much about the film um, but it's like again it's like a foreign one and it's a weird one. Oh, I love that though. Say no, we love it. The kids in it are great. The one kid is fantastic. Um, I'll send you like literally a, a picture of it now, and it's 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 actually pretty interesting. So I love I would that. Recommend checking. Yeah, it out. I mean that's the thing. There, I mean there are some really great horror movies. I just you know I just think there needs to be more. We need we need more horror movies more. set up in. We, especially because like I feel like Christmas is a big movie theater holiday. Yes. Yes. Like, so give me Christmas movies, yes. uh, like Christmas horror movies every year. I would love yeah. that so much. And you mentioned Black Christmas, right? Yeah. Um, which is fantastic, but there's two different versions of that. Like, they did Black Christmas like a year or two ago, yeah. and it's not the same for sure. Yeah, see, that's the thing is I've never seen I've never seen the original, and that's my fault. I need you to sit down and watch it. But no, the original one is, is good. I think you'd like yeah. it. Yeah. But the newest one, like I said, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's a good scary Christmas. I'll take, I'll take, any enjoyable Christmas horror movie over no Christmas horror movie, you know? Yeah. I mean, the thing about some of these topics is they're just like, they're a little bit longer. Like you almost need to dedicate more time to them, especially cause it's like, there's like a killing spree one in, in Dayton, but it's like, yeah, yeah. We can deep dive into subjects like that for sure in the future. Um, I, I like to kind of touch a little bit on them so you'd be like hey this is a thing that happens if you want to do your own research and we can also deep dive into them in future episodes for sure um my main thing is i wanted to talk a little bit about you know krampus and lore and kind of tell you about our favorite christmas movie since it is christmas this week and uh, maybe give you something different to watch with your family and friends this holiday season as well and if you guys have suggestions too yeah we want to hear them yeah i mean that's the thing is like some of these i feel like one, we always have future Christmas episodes, one. And then two, I feel like a lot of the topics, like, it's like you bring them up, but it's like they really deserve, like, their own episode just, like, all about that. Yes, they do. 
Yes, I do. Especially like, you know, these these heavy topics, you know. Um, yeah, because you want to you don't want to just like breeze through it. You kind of want to, you know, especially when there's like victims of like killing sprees and stuff. It's like, yeah, you want to make sure that it's like, you know, very Heavily respectful of. Yeah, exactly. How do I explain this? Basically, like these little stories might trigger you to be like, oh, here's a folklore I had or here's a local legend or here's a story of my thing. Because we want to hear more yes. from you always on our episodes. Yeah, and there, I feel like to me, like there's so many places in the world with different little like folklore and legends and urban legends and little like creatures of their own mythology. And you know what? I'm here to listen all about it because I just I want to learn it all, you know. <laughs> so, yeah, just make sure that if you ever have your own experience or, you know, if you grew up with an awesome family tradition that you think is super spooky and super cool as shit, please just go to campcryptidpodcast.com and submit it to us because we love to hear from you all and it makes our day to get you all engaged with us. You're so cute. I love you. <laughs> nah, I just get so excited. We literally, we like, we literally will text each other back and forth when someone posts something in our Reddit or like sends like a, a like a message. We just get so excited. It just makes our day to like, I don't know, feel like we're all in this together. It's a really cool journey. This is something that, you know, like, listen, we're not sitting here pretending that, you know, we're forefront explorers and, you know, put 20 years of research into these topics. But, you know, maybe one day if you listen to our podcast, you know, it'll, you know, inspire you to go and like maybe research and solve one of these mysteries or topics that we're talking about. I mean, so that's really like, cool. We'll talk about this one day. Golden State Killer. That was enough for a woman to full on like consistently push for that case. You know what I mean? And I think that's like people have the power, you know, um, even yeah. with uh, Mindhunter when it came out, it reopened it like right when that was launching Atlanta cases reopened to like deep dive onto that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think and, and the same with making a murderer, right? Like that's a whole conflicted thing. But the concept of like the power that people have to look into these cases and to do these things is, is the change that we need. I feel like. On a lot of these yeah. Things. I mean, yeah. And it's just like, um, you know, like online sleuths getting yep. together and solving, you know, cold cases and stuff that is yes, cool is. as shit. And that is making a difference. And we love that. And, you know, even if you're sitting there sending a picture one day that could, you know, identify Bigfoot finally, you know, hell yeah, we that that's the shit we love. So whether <laughs> you're getting like full sleuth bullshit on this channel or just like little quirky campy things, we're here for it all. Uh, if you want to find other ways to listen to Camp Cryptid, we are over on campcryptedpodcast.com. That is another way you can submit to us as well as find all the ways to listen and all of our social media across mine and Erica's platforms and everything for Camp Cryptid. So uh, you can listen to us on Spotify, SoundCloud, Podbean, YouTube, just about anywhere. And if you like us, make sure you leave us a comment, a review, let people know about our podcast and where to check us out because we are happy to reach tons of new people in the new year. Um, shout out to, you know, the United Kingdom and Mexico, which apparently is like our top places outside of the country. Yeah. Viva Mexico. Woo. Woo. Yeah. That's really cool to see. We love seeing people all over the world. Listen to us. I saw people in Sweden. That is cool. Everywhere. So thank you so much for supporting Camp Cryptid um, on this, you know, our, our big journey of, of starting that this year. We know we're only a few months in and seeing the support that people have given us and believe in me and Erica to make something so cool is very exciting. Yeah, this I mean, the, we honestly have talked about doing a podcast for years. And now that you know, we're over 10 episodes already. That's crazy. 
Um, so cool. I know, but it's been so crazy because like, you know, like I said, we just have always genuinely enjoyed a lot of these topics. And, you know, like even before this, we were going to like museums of death together and going to haunted like little cities together. And, and it's just something that's always. kind of like a way for us to like talk about weird shit and then also be able to like interact with other people that like to talk about this weird stuff with us. So we'll all be weirdos together. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, speaking of being weirdos together, we're going to be coming back in 2022 yes, we are. with season two of Camp Cryptid. And we are super excited because we have some amazing spooky fucking shit lined up yes we do we got some <laughs> spooky shit lined up we're gonna be filming some really cool stuff uh we're gonna be doing some stuff together which you guys are gonna love to see and uh i guess you'll just have to wait for season two to see what camp crypt is gonna bring but until then campers we're signing off until next time have a happy holiday merry christmas kwanzaa uh d- 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 hanukkah uh new year whatever it may be wherever you're listening to camp cryptid uh we appreciate you and we'll see you next year hell yeah